Hello. Hello. <laughs> and welcome back to episode 16 of Gals on the Pit Wall. I'm Jasmine. I'm Catherine. Welcome. Brazil. Do you know what? It was quite an exciting race. There were, exci- uh, there were exciting parts. Yeah. Exciting laps. There was, yeah, exciting bits, but overall it was quite... Like, the end and the start, really exciting. Everything yeah. in the middle was a bit... Meh, mm, yeah. Rank number one for overtaking. Yeah. Out of all the tracks. It is a really good track. I do enjoy Brazil. It's funny that you're, the tracks that you really like both have microclimates. Do you know what? Maybe that's what it is. Makes it a little spicy. It's also Lewis's other home race. Yes. Because he is an honorary citizen of Brazil. I don't understand how any of that works. Like, really, though. Think- how can you... It's the same thing. Do you know what? This actually does rattle me. <laughs> because it's the same thing with people who get honorary degrees from universities. No, that one's weird. Because I am not being funny. I'm working my ass off right now to get this degree. And you're just... A celebrity is going to swan in and you're going to hand fair, them one. The honorary degree makes sense if it's, like, something that's in their field. Yeah, fine. I'll concede if- to that. But yeah, if it's like a fucking random... This is just like Margot Robbie's swanned in and they've given her a degree in psychology because she was in the Barbie film. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm talking about celebrity-wise. But Lewis was just a fan of Brazil and they went, do you know what? <laughs> We're a fan of him. Yeah. We'll give him citizenship. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Why I wouldn't, it's Lewis Hamilton. Why wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I'd give him Scottish citizenship. Do you know what? I also would. And Haas, before this weekend... We're the only team that have had both current drivers on pole in Brazil. Ooh. So, from factory there. And also there was a new rule this weekend. A new rule? That they couldn't stop in the pit lane. This is after a result of people impeding in the pit lane and people not getting the penalties they should have, basically. Oh, yeah. So they couldn't stop in the pit lane, but you could stop at, like, the left hand of the exit... Oh, yeah, was this to try and stop the impedance? Yeah, because obviously this is a bit of a weird pit lane and the exit goes on for about three miles. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that was a new rule. So I don't think we had any impeding in the pit lane this time. No, there was none. See, it worked. I'm glad they found a solution, though, because it's been very annoying having everybody get all these impeding. But then some people not getting things for impeding. Yeah, which is equally as annoying. I'm addressing him directly as if he's watching. Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all my interesting facts for before the sessions. Lovely. Free practice one. Were you tuned in? I was not tuned in. I so was. I will let you have this. Started off strong with uh, a screw fell off of Ocon, off his car, which <laughs> gave Fernando a puncture. Oh, great. So that was... Well, that's what we think happened. Because there's not really any other reason that Fernando... This was right at the start. Okay. There was no other reason for Fernando to have puncture. So that happened. Yeah. Danny Rick didn't even get out of the garage for like 10 minutes because right. he had floor damage. Mm. So he was stuck in the garage. George was looking really strong. Oh, and then Lando and Nico Hulkenberg had a bit of contact. But he didn't know Lando was coming up behind him. Just no one informed him, so they had a little touch. A little love tap. And Logie Sarge did a bit of off-roading. Oh, nice. Yeah, just, you know, casual for him. Bit of tractor behaviour. Yeah. And Logie Sarge was also reporting issues with his front wing. But Williams decided to keep him out. But then eventually they brought him in. Oh, okay. And because basically the front of his car was lifting up off the ground. Right. So his front two wheels weren't touching the ground at all. Oh. So he was basically just driving on his back wheels doing a wheelie. (laughs) It was so weird, but it was quite funny. Never mind. And then we got a wonderful stat. I think it was from Ted. That whoever takes pole in Hungary wins in Brazil. Started in 2017 and has happened every year since. 
which is a bit freaky. Mm. Uh, but again, not this weekend. No. So that one's ruined. Never mind. And the Aston Martins were looking good for the first time since before the summer break. I mean, now that the weekend's over, we can safely say the Aston Martins did a pretty good job today. Uh, they did. They had a fairly good weekend, I thought. And Williams were looking promising once they got Logan back out after mm-hmm. his issues. He was actually up ninth quickest. Ooh! I know, I was getting excited. But that was kind of all the all the news, really. It's Friday night, real qualifying, not sprint qualifying. We should probably preface this by saying that the weather on Friday was taking all kinds of turns. Yeah, like they said that rain was going to come in, but everyone was reporting different times that it was going to come in like some people were saying in two minutes some people were saying seven minutes and then they were like oh we think rain's coming and then it had already started raining in like turn 12 and yeah and then it was like some people were like oh light rain some people were saying heavy rain but then the rain that rolled in now i'm not being funny it looked like someone had turned the lights out the clouds that were coming over this was a thunder and lightning storm it was biblical it was I've never seen anything like that. The shots of, I think there's a shot of Max doing his lap. Yeah. uh, With the sky as dark as it was. And it was very dramatic. Extremely dramatic. So in Q3, whilst all of this was happening in Q3, one of the grandstands was getting battered so badly with the wind and the rain that the roof came off. It flew. So like the videos, if you've seen them, like everybody was running to safety. Like it looked terrible. Q1. Yes. Maximus Verstappen was complaining about the car jumping around. Yes. But as every time Max complains, it means nothing. No, he still did a good job. So, you know, redundant. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we said about not impeding, but George Russell did impede. Oh, yeah, George got a little impeding. Uh, he impeded uh, Gasly. Yes. Got in front of him in the pit lane entrance, I think. Maybe it was my moment right exit. But he impeded Gasly, even with that new rule. And he got a two-place grid penalty for that, didn't he? Yeah, and then Yuki got impeded by Gasly. Yeah. So then it got passed on, so that was stupid. A lot of drivers used two sets of softs in Q1. Yeah, I did notice that. Which was interesting. Very interesting. George Russell's quickest, Charles was P2. Yep. Max was P3. Nico Hulkenberg was in P4. Daniel and Yuki went out. Yeah, Daniel went out. He basically had one lap. And it stunk. He completely missed the apex. And then he had a ton of oversteer and that was that and bottled it. Yeah. So that was upsetting. It was. Because they've been doing pretty well the last few races. Yeah, I don't know what they've done to that alpha tire to make it so quick. They're slowly morphing it into this year's RB19, aren't they? That is they? the thing that next year is going to be the RB19. Which is kind of unfair because like, obviously it's like a very extreme engineering level that these people have achieved. Yeah. But why should that be allowed to be passed to another team? I don't think it's allowed to technically be passed, but it's going to be as close as they can get it. But imagine they make the Alpha Tari it ends up being quicker than the Red Bull next year. How oh, funny please, would that be? That would be unreal. And then you have to shift Max to Alpha Tari. <laughs> Could you imagine him in an Alpha Tauri? Well, we said that you should have done it this weekend. Yeah, just for shits and giggles. He would have still won, let's be real. Yeah. Q2, that is where the rain began. A mm-hmm. little bit of pit lane rain. Bars. Yeah. Right at the start. So, Lando, he topped Q2. He was looking to be on an absolute blinder. I was feeling in my bones that Lando was going to be on pole. So did I. I really believed it with everything I had. I was like, Brazil, this is it. 
Because Brazil last year was a track where George managed to come up from nowhere and have his go of it. And K-Mag was P1. Like, it was a track where everybody was like, it shook everything up. And Landa's been cooking for has. a good few weeks now. Yes. So I was like, yes, here we go. It was looking very promising. Oh, and Pierre knocked out Esti Bestie. Yeah. The battle of the Alpinuses once again. And both Haases were in Q2, actually. They were doing well. They were. It's such a good qualifying car, and then it just can't do the race no, for some it just, reason. It's not good for race pace, but for quality, it's the car to be in. Great car over one lap, <laughs> and then that's it. And then Q3 is when the heavens opened, quite literally. Yeah. The rain was a pouring, so I think all of the drivers only had one fast lap yeah. to get a time in just because of how the rain was. So Oscar in Q3, Sector 3, he spins out and ends up qualifying 10th because he spun. He got got by the rain. He did. Do you know what? Sneaky Lance Stroll, he managed to get out there pretty quickly before the rain started. He set a, a good wee a good wee time. But at the start of the session, the McLaren's fucking sat in their garage at the start of Q3. Yes, I They sat in the garage that. for ages. And everyone was saying rain forecasted seven minutes of the session. I don't even think it made it to seven minutes. It was no, way it before didn't. that. And you saw the Red Bulls, like Max was literally out there the second the session started, like he knew and he got round and he got that lap in, yeah. which he got pole on that. He did, yeah. So they got it right. I'm sat there going, McLaren, why are you why are you in your garage right now? Yeah. Time is of the essence here and it fucked them over. Yeah, because the red flag was waved, obviously, because it was unsafe to drive in all of that. Yeah. Um, that I think there was like four and a half minutes left of the session, but because of how bad the rain was, they obviously couldn't continue. Fernando was on the radio and he said it's, it's night. Like it literally went from yeah. being blue skies to being black. Yeah. It was so dark. It was extremely dark. But yeah, it was so frustrating because Lando was just like, he was so on course for pole. Yes. Oh, never mind. And the teams were actually allowed to shut their garage doors because the weather was so mental. Yes. And they did like the post qualifying interviews and Charles was shitting his pants from the thunder. That's <laughs> when we found out that Charles Leclerc is afraid of thunder. Because they did those interviews in the safety car garage. Yeah. Which was so fun. funny. And I guess we should also say because of the happenings of Q3, Lance Stroll. Lance Third. and Lance Strollovich, P3. <laughs> Unreal. Strolly Poly really pulled a mad one out. <laughs> Strolly poorly. <laughs> he needed that. I was so chuffed for him, actually. But he didn't even look pleased with himself. No. <laughs> like, he really didn't. But that was like Charles. Charles was like, I can't believe that I'm up in P2. I'm sure, cool. I can't believe this has happened. But, like, I'm not being funny. Lance Stroll, someone who is, like, notably never near that top, should have been elated to be yeah. third. He's probably in so much shock. Maybe. Or maybe he just totally has fallen out of love with the sport and he actually like, doesn't yeah, cool, care whatever. anymore. He's a very uh, emotionless man in yeah. interviews, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. But I did like the comparisons to Max, Charles and Lance uh, to Alvin the Chipmunks. Yes, that was so funny. Simon, oh, Theodore and uh, Yeah, it was pretty, pretty wild. I was upset. Um, I'm over it now. Yeah. But I was upset. Yes. Then we moved to Sprint Shootout. Yeah. Woo. Last Saturday. sprint weekend. Yeah, oh, thank Fuck. God. Honestly, I'm done with the sprints this year. Like. If they don't bring it back with that, some sort of reverse championship order, reverse grid, then I don't want it. Shootout one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did Nico Hulkenberg 
not go third fastest at one point? I believe he did. In a house. That's what I'm saying. Qualifying. That car's magnificent. The vehicle. Over one lap and him driving it as well. Yeah. Because he's been up in like the quickest times a lot more obviously than K-Mag has been in that house. Yeah. It's very impressive. I know you don't like. No, and I'm not a Hulk fan. It's widely known on this podcast. But I can respect that he's put a Haas third fastest. Red Bull had a couple of, well, um, one issue really in that Max was about to start a fast lap, I think. Yes. And But he didn't know Checo was behind him and Checo wasn't meant to be starting a fast lap and then Checo kind of Zoomed came around. out and Max had to Abort, come out of his. Yeah. And he was on the radio to GP saying... You're supposed to tell me Yeah, I didn't realise Checo was going to be in a fast lap and GP was like, no, neither did I. (laughs) Yeah, like they both just didn't know. So a little bit of miscommunication on the Red Bull pit wall. I just like when there's any sort of happenings with them. It gives me a glimmer of hope that something might go wrong. Same. And then uh, Bestie had a big old smash. Oh, yeah. He basically, you could see this two ways. So Fernando's trundling along. Yeah. Bessie's on fast lap. Mm-hmm. Fernando is where he should be on the track, but he accidentally has a little jolt to the left as Esteban comes round. Yeah. But actually, I think Esteban had had a lock up even before that point. What I've written down, this is my view on it, is that Fernando didn't see Esteban coming. Yeah, that's what I thought. And Esteban lost the car and he clipped Fernando and went flying out and smashed into the wall. But we didn't see yeah. it in real time. It just cut to him and the car was mashed up and I was sat and I was like, oh Because my God. Esteban had been having trouble controlling the rear anyway. Yeah. So it looked like he had just been too far up on the curb and then he realised Fernando was there, had a little panic and then ended up Yeah, and then so that another, into the wall. Another puncture for Fernando this weekend. What a shame. The man's got no luck in Brazil, does he? Well, you say that, but... Well, that's true. Not foreshadowing, anyway. And also the uh, puncture, because it was obviously sparking up, it was starting to set fire to the plank under the car? Yes, the oh, actual plank, like the floorboard underneath his car, was, like, on fire. But what really fucked me off about all of this <laughs> is that literally Esteban's still basically spinning out in the car and he's yeah. already on the radio going, it's Fernando's fault. Yeah, he he didn't even for one second be like oh, hold on, like, this is, like, crazy. I've just spun and hit a wall or anything like that. It was just, like, I hate him, his fault. And Fernando's so nice about it. Fernando got on the radio and went, oh, God, that was big. And then he's like, oh, I, I think I've got damage. Esteban's like, oh, it's Fernando. No, it's not. You lay off, Fernando. I like Esteban as well, but I'm starting to like him less. Yeah. He's kind of great in. Yeah, that was nasty. And then, so, SQ2, obviously, no Esteban. But Fernando also had to then retire because he yes. had made it through. Yeah, because he's he still putting a quick enough he time. Race. Yeah, that was him gone. Charles got competed by Red Bull. Yes, he did. Did anything come of it? No, obviously not. Red Bull conspiracy club. Oh yeah, and Aston Martin did their human wall again around Fernando's car yeah, to stop people seeing it. Yeah, when they were fixing in. it. And then one of the engineers is like literally over the halo, yeah. leaning down into the car. His the legs were straight. in the air. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. It was. I was very impressed. But that was kind of the highlight. And then SQ3, Paul Fernando. Hamilton had a wee slide in Q2 though, no? Oh, I've apparently not written that down. Yeah, his, oh. his rear went. He had a little whoop. The marks were not. Like, they were on form and practice and it kind of just got a bit worse. And yeah, Lando's first pole since Sochi. 
yes but we were hopeful because this was like oh yay lando's on pole like maybe he'll win a sprint race it's not a full race but like it's a sprint and this is exciting maybe he'll win did he fuck why would he do that uh yeah lando's never led a lap in the sprint before and he still hasn't (laughs) because it went real bad yeah and uh, ferrari running old softs which meant they had kept uh, a fresh set of softs for sunday yes which was good strategy from them lap one lando has actually a really good start like i don't want what we're about to say next take away from the fact that his start was really good yep it was uh the second phase of the launch max got on the inside line and got him and that was that max just had a little bit of a better like look at where to go i think yeah so that was disappointing because obviously once max gets in front that's kind of it yeah max just like pushes his rocket button and goes oscar went off track lewis did a really nice overtake on checo at the start yeah yeah um so that got the mercedes up to third and fourth and then George got Lando for a second. So it went from bad to worse for Lando. Well. But it got better again. Good. Lap three. Lewis and Checo had some really good battles in this sprint. Oh, yeah? Yeah. See, I didn't watch the sprint because I was busy. But also, I feel like watching the sprint the last few times has then ruined the race on Sunday for me because it's like watching two of the same thing. Yeah, I'd say the sprint was maybe a little bit different but not really it was still the same cars battling i guess today yeah um lander reclaimed second in lap five easy peasy apparently so lap seven alex was on the radio reporting that oil was coming out the back of valerie's car oh but never had anything more than that okay but apparently alex was sliding around lap eight checo then gets george for third place but then george gets it back oh mm. there's some good battles between checo and the max okay uh but then lap 10 Checo gets George again. Well. Lewis is on the radio not understanding where he's losing time. Because basically by this point, so we're about halfway through the sprint. Yeah. The Mercs are going backwards. They, they, they were doing so well at the start in third and fourth. And then they were just dropping further and oh. further back. And Lewis is getting frustrated because he's like, I don't actually understand What's going- how this is happening. Yeah. Max and Lando had really, they pulled away from everyone else at this point. Like that was a guaranteed P1, P2 though. Okay. But Lando wasn't even really particularly close to Max. But they had just... Gone. Disappeared into the sunset, basically. There was some good fights between Danny Rick and Carlos. Sort of lap 14. uh, And Oscar was kind of lurking behind them. So then Daniel lost a place to both Carlos and Oscar. Oh, that's sad. And then Pierre and Fernando were right on him as well. Mm. Lap 15, there was a good battle between Gasly and Fernando. And they were actually wheel to wheel. Ooh. Fernando obviously got him. Because he is Fernando. Uh, And Lando was driving quicker than Max at the end. It was pretty, like, there was some good battles, but it was still not as good a sprint as obviously Qatar and Austria were both yeah. better sprints than this. It was like, yeah. Oh, well. It was fine because I had nothing else on. You know what yeah. I mean? But, like, yeah. if I had taken this specific time out to watch that, I wouldn't... Would have been know. a bit upset, maybe. Right, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. I just, yeah, I wouldn't have felt like I'd missed anything if I hadn't seen it. Okay, so I'm not worried then. No, but what was interesting... <laughs> So Max and Lando obviously pulled away. And then, oh my God, who fucking came third? Checo. Yeah. And then it was the Marks behind Checo. And the gap between Max and the Marks was over 25 seconds on a 24 lap race. 25. So, so Max was gaining over a lap a second over both Marks. So that was, you just knew on su- like today, on Sunday, it was going to be pants for them. Yeah. That was not a good sign. My God. I can't believe it's 25. Yeah, it was over 25. Wow. On a 24 lap race. 
I don't know if you'll actually hear me over my laptop fan. This is my laptop microphone. Please know that I meant that Max gained over a second a lap, not a lap a second. Um, listening to that back, I was like, I can't believe that came out of my mouth. I'm really bad for tripping over my words. So yeah, Max gained over a second a lap, not a lap a second. That takes us then to the race, right? Yeah, I loved getting to just skim past the sprinter. Like, yeah, right, just yeah, yeah. buy that up. It, like, I probably would have had more to say about it, but in terms of, like, it just wasn't that memorable. Yeah. Really. Like, I wasn't... No, I've got nothing exciting. We can now kiss goodbye to the sprints for the rest of the season. And that format of the sprints. Who Thank knows what it'll be next? God, because I don't feel that this year has worked very well. Before the race, though, we just, I want to go back, take us back to the grid walk. Yes, I also did want to do that. I love the grid walk, especially when it's Martin. Yes. Because it's his thing. Exactly. I love seeing what random people he will grab. Yes. Of all the random ones today. First of all, Machine Gun Kelly. And he looked like a banana, please. And I used to be a Machine Gun Kelly fan. And I can say I went to see him a year ago in concert and I've not interacted with any of that man's content since concert was fine. I just don't give a shit. Yeah. So to see him at F1. Crazy. What a crossover. Because he's also giant. And as you said, he was dressed in yellow. So he's like a massive banana. Like full yellow. And it was, he obviously couldn't hear Martin. And like, it just was so awkward. Oh, it was so awkward. They were having like two completely different conversations. And like, Machine Gun Kelly's probably off his face on something. Yeah. Because it's Machine Gun (laughs) Kelly. And he was trying to get Martin to do like air guitar, air keyboard with them. He's like, oh, do air guitar with me. And Martin was like, oh no, I only, like, I did piano lessons and I only know where the, the C is. And it was, yeah. like, it was so awkward. He should have just done the air piano with him. I know. I don't know what his beef with it was, but. Never mind. Sorry. He was probably getting told to go. Yeah. Then the second interaction that I needed to pick up on in this. So we spoke about this in our five news bites. Yeah, I think we the spoke situation. about it on the podcast as well. Yeah. So, um, Wee Bernie, the founder of Modern F1, really. I can't believe he was there, to be honest. Crazy that he is there, because this is just off the back of his big HMRC tax trial, right? Suspended prison sentence. (laughs) So, Martin sees him. He uh, swans over there, and the first thing he says is like, Surprised to see you here after your HMRC scandal. It's so funny. So funny. Martin was on smoke. He really was. And then the national anthem. Oh my god, this is like a whole separate issue. So the ukulele's out and it zooms in, it's this wee kid playing it. And we're thinking, oh my god, is he gonna sing? Yeah, we were like, oh, dead cute. Cuts to this woman. Now, at first we couldn't decide who was going wrong here. We thought it might have been him, because obviously blame the child. Yeah. Uh, but in hindsight, it was probably her. Yeah. She was not singing in the right key and also she forgot half the words. She so forgot the national anthem. This horrendous bit of silence. And then the crowd like started singing to cover for her. And even the wee boy in the, with the ukulele, he was singing he it He was, all. he was singing the whole she thing. She him up. Oh, it was so awkward. Oh, so awkward. But the thing is, I reckon he actually would have been really good on his own because he was good at playing his wee ukulele. He was singing all the words. He looked happy as to be there. And she was just like, everything was wrong. Yeah, he carried it. He really did. Next year, bring him back. Bring him, him back. Get him soloed. And then, so we get to our formation lap. Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't. There's only, a f- well, there's only two more races left. Uh, it's not been Charles' best season. All I want is for him to finish as high up in the driver's standings as he can and get some good points on the board. I've given up the hope of him getting a win. Whatever. Formation lap. It's not even lights out and away we go. No, no. Formation it's lap. their formation. It cuts to Charles. He's in the barrier. 
Um, he, yeah. He lost his hydraulics. Um, yeah, he had hydraulic smashed into the barrier. And then his radio message, as always with Charles, broke my heart. It was really sad. He came on and said, why, why am f- I so unlucky? Yeah, why the fuck am I so unlucky? <laughs> you just want to give him a hug. Even his little interview after, I was like, oh my God. Right. Please, someone hug him. It's heartbreaking because you can tell he really is trying. It's just been an absolute fucking joke this season for him. Yeah, it's not been his season at all. Like he is, he's, oh, I know some of the stuff this season is his fault. Yes. And some of it's Ferrari's fault. And yes. some of it is pure just unluck. But it's been a, a shitter for him nonetheless. Ah, it's so depressing. Honestly, can he just like do the next races and like fucking finish them? So we can. Uh, <laughs> my God, me and Matt Gallagher, we need to go to therapy together. Cause yes. We're not coping. Then, you know, they fix all of that and we're back for lap one of the race. Yes. So I have wrote this down in lap one and lap two. Yep. In my note. Okay, so lap one and lap two are together for this note. So turn one of lap one. We have a massive collision with Alex Albon and Kevin Magnussen. Yeah. Uh, the cars were pretty much smashed to bits and in the wall. And from this collision, a wheel was lost and that tyre went flying, bounced off of Yuki Tsunoda's car, who had been run off the track from this collision, and then whacked Daniel Ricciardo's car, breaking his rear wing. It's such a treacherous, like, journey down to turn one. It's like 200 metres or something. It's long. Yeah. And in that, it took out many a person. Yeah, Piastri took contact in that collision. Yuki got pushed off the track. Daniel obviously got his wing broken. And basically, in the start, Alex kind of hit Hulkenberg. Mm-hmm. And then smashed into K-Mag. And then Oscar got caught up in it. And then, as you said, the tyre fucking bounced along and then yeah. took out Daniel. Yeah. Also in this, Lando got himself up into P2. Yeah, so that was the exciting part. So, you know, some losses and some wins. But then, obviously, they bring the safety car out because you need a safety car after that amount of damage. But I actually had to drive through the pit lane instead of the track Yeah. because there was that much debris everywhere. Um, but then they obviously red flagged it because... They had to clean all of that up and fix the uh, barriers. And it took so long. It's like 20 minutes or something. It was. It was like 25 minutes that it took them to do it all. But um, in that, Oscar and Daniel had managed to get into the garages and yes. their teams managed to fix both cars. Yeah, because well. Oscar initially got the call to retire. Mm-hmm. So this was before it was red flagged. He had the call to retire. And I was going to have a breakdown because that was my two favourite drivers already <laughs> fucking out. I was like, why am I here? Yeah. What's the point anymore? By lap two, they were gone. Very <laughs> cool. Sure. But um, the the race restart ended up being lap four and it was a stand-in start. And Oscar and Daniel start from the pit lane because yeah. the rule is if you, during a red flag, have to go back into your garage, put your car back in your garage and work on it, then you have to start. Yeah, and it was lucky that they even managed to start again at all. So we were pretty happy just to see them back out on the grid. But um, they did have to start from the pit lane, which then meant they were one lap behind. Yeah, so that was like their race ruined, basically. Yeah, 
But other than that, it was a pretty clean start. Everybody got round the corners fine, and it was just everybody claiming their place. And Fernando managed to get Lewis, so Fernando's moving up in the world. Lap seven is my next note. (laughs) Me too. This is when Lando was looking promising. He was right. Like, well, is he within DRS? Yeah. He was right in the slipstream of Max. Like, he was on him. I think he was like 0.3. Like, he was close. And he got very close. Like, he had a look at making a move to get in front, and he just couldn't do it. Um, and that was kind of the end of his shot at yeah because he'd started gaining a slipstream on Max but then obviously lost it because Max has jet fuel yeah and I just think also a lot of just dirty air for sure yeah because he was choking up all of Max's air you can only stay in that so long so that was the end of the excitement for sure but they both pulled away again Ahead of everyone. Yes. They were zooming off. And I don't have anything else to lap 10. Mm-hmm. George on the radio this weekend, man. <laughs> Him and Lewis. Comedy duo. Never a dull day. Uh, there is definitely going to be a Drive to Survive episode about this. Yeah, for sure. With that shot of Lewis walking along and George pulling up behind him. Yeah. George's on the radio already in lap 10 asking to be let in front of Lewis. After saying at the start that he was going to be a team player and that he wanted to, to do everything for the team. Yeah, he'd already been on the radio saying, yeah, team effort this weekend, guys, let's do this. Woo! Yeah. And then lap 10 had already gone. Let, let me, me through! I love George, but George in a race is infuriating. But I love him as a person. Mm. You don't. No. <laughs> You're looking at me with so much like... Okay, I just yeah, sure. don't get it. <laughs> I love George, but not, not like this. No. Same with Lewis, though. I find him quite infuriating on the radio. Yeah, for sure. Then lap 14 rolls round. Yeah. My boy Logie Sarge, he got Hulkenberg. The 14th. It was looking so good for Logan. He was, was fine. He was. He was having such a good little race. I was so excited for him. Me too. George is also on the radio again in lap 14 and says, are we working together or just doing our own race? With quite a lot of venom in it, really. Really a lot of venom and also confusion because he's then said like five different things. He's wanted to be a team player, he's not wanted to, like he was all over the place. And then Checo overtook him. And then he overtook yeah. Checo. Yeah. And then Checo overtook him again, so that was that. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a battle. Lap 17, maybe lap 16 even. So the back of the grid, they start going into the pit lane. Real early. Very early. So this was projected to be a two-stop race and um, because it's quite long. It's 71 laps. Like, it's a long race because it's, like, a short-timed circuit. Was it, like, the fourth shortest track or something? Yeah, I think so. Like, it's so short that when the helicopter camera's up, you can see the entire track. Yeah. Like, it is short. But... Yeah, the back of the pack kind of started pitting lap 16, which was real fairly early. And then Joe went in. Yeah. So then lap 17, Yuki, he had a little moment. Yeah. um, Yeah, he had a little slide and put his tyres in the grass. Actually, I've got a a lap 16. Um, So merely two laps after George was on the radio. George was on the radio again. And he's on the radio getting sassy about tyre management. Because I think he was being told he needed to manage his tyres through turn 11 and 12, possibly. Yeah. He's like, well, do you want me to manage my tyres or concede places? Like, Yeah, he came on and was really snappy. Yeah, he was not a happy bunny. Half of the entertainment from this race was just George on the radio, really. Yeah. A good bit of sass from him. <laughs> Definitely. Lap 18. Go for it. Checo darts down the inside of Lewis for fourth. Checo was on a blinder. He, he really uh, took Mexico personally and came <laughs> back this weekend and went... Literally. It's good for him that he was doing so well, but equally he is in the fastest car. Yeah. So there's no excuse for being so far down. Yeah, there really wasn't. 
realistically, he should be in second every race, miles ahead of everyone the same way Max is. Yeah. And he's not. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. Uh, and Logan pits in lap 18, but he, he pitted, just drove through the pit lane and then came Oh, out. yeah. And we still don't know what the fuck happened there. No. So we don't know if, like... It was like a bogus call and he fell for it himself or, like, like what? they accidentally pitted him or, yeah. like, it was weird. Very odd. Or it was a graphic that was wrong. But he did drop yeah. down places, so he, he must have gone in. So who actually knows what happened there? Not us, anyway. Lap 19? Yeah. Lewis pits to undercut Checo. Yes. And then lap 20... Lewis was reporting a problem with his left wheel steering right um, after pitting, so... And Russell then pits. Yes. And then immediately following that, Checo pits. But the undercut was, in fact, successful for Lewis, despite his dodgy tyre. Yeah. He was still going round. Checo in this battle, though, and Checo gets him at turn four. That's true. Because uh, Lewis was out of position in turn one and two. Rookie mistakes from Lewis Hamilton. Very. And this is supposed to be his track. I know. This is his home race. One off. And he let them down. Yes. And then Joe retires. Yeah, lap 23, Joe, he goes. Why? I don't know. We never really got an explanation for that. He just went in. My next note is at lap 26. I've got lap 25. Go for it. George told plan B. Yeah. Potential three stop, I think. It's just not going well for Mercedes. No. Like, actually, after the race, Toto looked depressed. He did, bless him. That was a man defeated. Yeah. But I kind of suspected, just because of George's success a year ago, I kind of expected him to bottle it this weekend. Yeah. But I don't think he bottled it. I guess it was just the car. But I think he kind of was... He came into it too cocky, I think. Maybe a little bit. I feel like because he won last year being, like, kind of the underdog pick to win because Mercedes were not performing last year. That he kind of thought it would be the same this year. And then Lance overtook George then for a ninth. Uh, he literally breezed past him like it was smooth. Yeah. No effort from Lance. It was actually really nice to see Lance back on form. It was, you know, because we've not seen this side of him for a long, long time. Yeah. Since literally the start of the season. Yeah. Oh, Lance. I'm not a Lance hair. There's so many Lance hairs out there. Especially I'm not. on TikTok. I get so many TikToks slandering Lance Stroll. I know that, like, because it's the situation with his dad. Yeah. But realistically, if your dad was going to buy you a Formula One team, you'd be fucking chuffed, right? Right. Because supporting it. the dreams. If I had, if my child had a dream and I had the money to support it, damn right I'd be in there. Right, you it. would. If I was billionaire sugar daddy Lawrence <laughs> Stroll, of course I'd do it. But it's the same way. One thing people don't talk about is that a similar situation occurred with Lando's dad. Obviously not buying him a team. But Lando's dad paid for him to get into specific places. The whole of F1 is a money game. Yeah. Like, that's just the, that's just it. It's a fact. I don't think you can be hat mad. I guess the only debate is that there are probably people who deserve that seat a little bit more. Yeah. I.e. Felipe Djokovic. I think he should really be racing, but he's signed on for another... Which he did actually Season say in the, in the grid walk that he wasn't happy with, but he's like he's happy for the opportunity, obviously. And he's happy to stay with Aston Martin, he said, but he's yeah, also a bit disappointed. He's, yeah, he's disappointed that he's not racing because <laughs> he is getting on a bit for the lifespan of an F1 driver. And I think so. in his head, he must know that he is probably better than Lance or yeah. could drive that car better. I mean, he'll know what times he puts in in the sim. Exactly. So he's either got to hold out for like yeah. Lance and Lawrence to sack it off or Fernando to retire. Yeah. Which is right, Fernando's never retiring. 
Lap 26. Lap 26. So the top of the pack start pitting. A good wee reshuffle going on. It's Carlos and Yuki in the pit lane. Yeah. I'm surprised that nothing came of that, to be honest. Yeah, because it was a good pit stop from Ferrari. They weren't messing about. And then... And they only had one car to work on. And they were missing... I think they were missing a lot of people because they were, they were struck missing, with like, illness. Half their pet crew, yeah. So actually, it was quite good for them that Charles was out because it meant it that. meant they could focus on the one. But in the pit lane, Yuki was coming in for his pit stop, and Carlos was released. Yeah. But it technically wasn't an unsafe pit release because there was space, but there wasn't enough. But Carlos handled it really well. He kept control of the whole situation and just drove alongside until he could get through. But I'm sure Yuki had a few choice words on the radio knowing oh, him. Oh, I'm sure. Lap 27, Max boxes, Max and P1. Yeah. And then Lando obviously boxed right behind him. They needed to get Lando in before this. Mm-hmm. They fucked up. McLaren cocked up. Yeah. Um, and Max had a 2.2 stop and Lando a 2.6. Not good. No. Okay, I just have a, a note with a sad face in lap 30 that says Pierre gets Logan for 12th. Because I was rooting for Logan. Heartbreak. I'm always rooting for Logan. And Carlos gets Esty Besty for eighth. And then lap 35, Carlos overtakes both Mercedes. And it's flying. At one point, he was looking like he might have had a P3 in him. Yeah, I really thought that he kind of was going to go for it. He was sneaking his way up. Lap 33, George was back on the radio complaining about Lewis again. Lewis being slow, apparently. Oh my god, there was a clear theme this. There is beef. Drive to Survivor are actually going to sprint away with that. Oh, they are going to be flying with it. World War Mercedes. <laughs> Literally. Carlos was closing in on the Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And he got George and Lewis, so he's up in sixth. Yep. And he was making moves. He was. He was doing a good wee job. Lewis was really struggling with his tyres. Like, yeah. He was losing them, which is not good. He was good. not having a good time whatsoever. And then, yeah, lap 40. Bottas retires. The second Alfa Romeo... And the third Ferrari engine to be out in the Brazilian Grand Prix. Yeah, so if you're listening and you don't know, Alfa Romeo use Ferrari Ferrari engines. And so obviously Charles was struck down by issues out with his own powers. Mm -hmm. So he's gone. And Joe was also gone. We we still don't know why he was gone, but we're going to have to assume that it was for similar reasons. Yeah, some kind of failure of some kind. And yeah, and then Valtteri goes. Yep. So I was really worrying about Carlos for a long time. I was. Oh my God, they're going to get him. Yeah. The universe is going to strike him down. (laughs) Ferrari must have done something terrible in a past life, I'm telling you. I actually can't cope with it. (laughs) And then at some point around here is when I blamed you for all of this. Yes, I did um, get some blame. Because if you had never assigned me Charles in that cocktail making thing for the first season, I would never be suffering the way I am now. And you know what? I can only apologise... But I am glad that I am not suffering in the sad Ferrari camp alone. Any camp that's not the Max Verstappen camp is a bit depressing, to be that's honest. That's true. This season, anyway. Yeah. And last. <laughs> and Probably potentially next. next yeah. 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 No, I'm still gonna. I'm gonna come back next season with fresh optimism. I hope so. I'm gonna get to preseason testing, and everything's gonna be a shitbox again. Fabulous. Yes. Nothing was happening, so I just kind of was noting stuff down. Like, lap 43, Pierre gets Grussell for 8th. Yeah. Thrilling. And then Pierre starts reporting brake issues. Yes, he did, didn't he? How many people have we lost at this point? We lost Charles. Good we lost Joe. We lost Valerie. Yep. Oh, well, there's still more to come. There is. Oh, and Kevin and Alex. Yeah. Probably the five people down. Lap 46, Lewis complains about the wind. Yeah. <laughs> the pair of them, I swear it. The radio messages coming up from Mercedes were constant. 
Yeah, the Mercs were really into Spotlight this weekend. Because in lap 47, another radio message to Lewis saying, let's use the tyres now. And he goes, I have been for the last five laps, dude. And then yeah, he, he was laughing away at the message. And then he pits. Yeah. Because he had nothing <laughs> left. And Paris uh, pitted to undercut Fernando. Mm-hmm. But Fernando then pitted immediately after and came out ahead of Checo still. Yeah, yes. which was very productive, Fernando. Well, this was crucial, really. Very crucial. In the end. Lap 49, Lewis is complaining, saying they should have gone for the hard tyre. Yeah. But the hard tyre had been shit all weekend. Very. Like, when they tried it in the practice, it was awful. So I don't think that I would have benefited him at all. No. Just my, my hot take. But he's obviously, he knows more than me. He's Lewis Hamilton. True. Like, there's 20 laps left at that point. Yeah. You can see it to the end on a soft. Yeah. And then lap 50. Lance was up in third. And he was doing 116s on old tyres. Yeah, he was doing a good wee job. I wanted a wee Lance a lot, P3. Lap 51, Lewis complains again uh, because he was in DRS behind Gasly, mm-hmm. who had soared past him. Yeah. And he just couldn't catch up. Yeah. And then Pierre gets fastest lap. This man went from having brake issues to putting in the fastest lap. I don't know what happened there. Esteban, lap 55, set fastest lap, and he overtook Logan for 11th. So destroying business. He was hanging on there. Yeah, and then lap, lap 57. So... Max pits. Now, Lando is then ahead of Max because he pits. And he's 13 seconds ahead. So the hope is starting to build in our watch party because we're thinking, hang on, hold on. Could Lando win this? Because Fernando in third at this point was 30 seconds behind Lando. Yeah. So what our thing was, if Lando had stayed out, worst case scenario is his tyres are shit, but he still comes second because he's got that much of a gap ahead of Fernando. Mm -hmm. He may as well take the fight to Max and try and keep that first. Um, We're getting really riled up here. Very. My God, this is going to happen. Yes. And then they fucking, they pit Lando. And we're like, great, cool. That stream's crushed. I do like get it, but also I reckon they should have risked it. Yeah, because like he still would have had his P2. And actually in the end, because Fernando ends up fighting Checo, which we'll talk about, for, like Fernando would have never caught up to Lando because he was too busy fighting off Checo. Yeah. Also, around this time, what like lap fifty eight? Yeah, lap fifty eight. We lose Russell. He retires because of a power unit and oil failure. Yeah, the temperature was getting too hot, and they just yeah. were worried that it was actually going to explode. Yeah. So that was the end of it for him. And then Logie Sarge moves up to eleven because of this. Woo-hoo! I'm like, yes, we're Logan very on excited. For points. Very very excited. But alas, never mind. No points for Logie Sarge, but. Still a good race from him. And then lap 61. Lando does start chasing Max down at this point. Yeah. And he's on fastest lap. Yeah. And the gap starts closing. And we're like, okay, at the end here, if he pushes now and keeps going, he could be on to... The hope was rising again. And Checo, this is when he starts trying to fight Fernando. Yes. But Fernando was not yielding. He was not having it today, which I'm glad because we got some really good battles from that. Yeah, Checo could not get past this man for a long time. Then lap 69. Yeah. Carlos. Carlos was having massive downshift problems. His pedal was not responding at all. The other Ferrari. We were like, great, here we go. But he held it together. He held it together. Lap 70. 
Checo finally gets third off of Fernando. We're yes. good. We're not oh, heartbroken. We just wanted Fernando back on that podium. Yes. But Fernando does not give up. No. Although he said himself that at that point he was like, right, that's it. I've lost the podium. Yeah. And then he saw Checo make a mistake and he thought, I'll yeah. capitalize on that. So lap 71, literally last lap yeah. Fernando gets and him like, back all the way to the finish line it was a full drag race at the end oh it was so good and like it was almost a full finish like yeah Checo was on Fernando they yeah. were side by side going across that finish line and that was the highlight of the race was that fight and that's why Fernando was my driver of the day I respect that from literally a few races ago where he was down in the bottom in that stupid car yeah that's so true actually to be up in P3 and to be able to fight off the much faster Red Bull yeah which is also another reason Checo shouldn't stay at Red Bull because he could not get past that man in a like not even a slightly faster car a much faster car yeah so shout out to Fernando you are driver of the day for me because that was stunning my driver of the day was Mr. Lando Norris yep, once more. Enough, yeah. I'm sure he's been my driver of the day for like three weeks in a row now. Well deserved. But yeah, I just thought he put in such a good drive today and he was really challenging Max and we've not really seen that the whole season. Yeah, definitely at that start when Lando was causing the gap on Max. Yeah. Max must have been shiting himself a little oh, bit. Oh, surely. Christ, he is up my arse. Yeah. And Lando, I think he won driver of the day again. He did, yeah. It was by like 25% or something. Fastest like lap driver of the day, P2 for Lando. Unreal. How many more P2s until he wins? I know, it's so annoying. And I really thought he had a good chance this weekend. It's breaking my heart. Like, I wanted it to be this season. Me too. But do you know what? He looked really chuffed with himself on the podium. So. Yeah, I'm glad that he looked happy because I felt quite sad. And Fernando was so cute on the podium. I love all so Fernando cute. podium. Well... That's kind of it for your race recap. No, I feel like that was quite underwhelming from us. Yeah. And we actually have the video back this week and everything. I know. And it's not foggy. <laughs> God, I can't wait to look back at how I look when I'm editing. Oh, my posture's going to be terrible. Yeah, so long as sat like this again. Never mind. And we've got a, a good few new followers on the old TikTok. We account. do, yeah. So hopefully you'll be seeing some of this video. Fingers crossed. But no, you will be seeing some of this video. So head with, over to our socials with our sporadic. horrendous po- posture. Especially yeah. our horrendous podcast. Oh, don't God, mean that. don't be, don't be slagging the pod off. Well, oh. thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I haven't had dinner yet. Yeah, you need to go eat. 10 o'clock, so I'm yeah. starving. You need to go eat and I need to go sleep. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Smashed it. Oh, you were double high five. Yeah. Oh, and we're crisscrossed. Oh, nope. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> That's going to be like some weird ASMR. Nice. Bosh. Bye. Bye.